This episode is brought to you by the most New York podcast ever. If all things music, entertainment, and current events is your thing, make this podcast your bi-weekly one-stop shop. Expertly hosted with a unique and entertaining delivery that'll keep you coming back, the most New York podcast ever aims to serve you political and social events, technology, sociology, food, television and movies, amongst other topics, in a way that only a podcast with New York in its name can. There's a real charm to this show, super entertaining, and you owe it to yourself to give it a listen. Raw, authentic, awesome. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and other platforms. A link will be provided in this episode's description. your host Billy Dean Shoemate III here and welcome back to another episode of Strange Places. This podcast is brought to you by Spotify and DistroKid. And uh, before we get into it, just want to let you guys know that the Strange Places podcast is now available on iHeartRadio and Pandora, which is, uh, I'm just beside myself, that's amazing to me. Those two companies are notoriously difficult to get a podcast on and they usually, Pandora especially, will not even touch you or consider you unless you have a certain amount of listenership, a certain amount of episodes out, um, certain kind of analytics. You know, they want to know that they're investing in a podcast that's not just going to make two episodes and go bye-bye. So, um, I, yeah, I'm just, I'm thrilled. Uh, Pandora and iHeartRadio. So if those are your podcast uh, platforms of choice that you like to listen to podcasts on, iHeart and or Pandora. Um, Strange Places is home there too now, which is awesome. So I want to do a kind of a special thanks to iHeart Radio as well as Pandora for uh, supporting us here and um, making us a part of your platform. That's awesome. With my other podcast, No Disclosure, I landed iHeart Radio and Pandora a while back. And I don't know if that factored into their decision, probably did, because they figured, hey, this guy's been around with his other podcast for six seasons. You know, he's not going anywhere. <laughs> but anyway, that still doesn't diminish the fact that those two platforms are kind of famously difficult to get your uh, podcast on. So I'm very appreciative of that. So getting into it, somebody just this last week uploaded the clearest images of the Black Knight satellite ever taken. He detailed that it briefly showed up at the ISS, the International Space Station, and then immediately after it, it appeared on screen, the cameras were turned off, which is something NASA's kind of famous for. The International Space Station orbits high above the Earth, but it has occasionally become a backdrop of a, kind of a perplexing phenomenon. The apparent shutdown of cameras during mysterious sightings. Now, the man who uploaded this photograph, which you see on the thumbnail for this episode, said that he often monitors the live feed from the International Space Station's cameras. He detailed that he's developed an interest in space exploration and, you know, the mysteries that lay beyond Earth's atmosphere. 
as he watched the ISS orbiting above the planet. He said a flicker of movement kind of caught his attention. It was a faint, agnomatic shape, a fleeting shadow against the backdrop. As he took a closer look, he said that the shape grew more distinct, taking on an unmistakable form of satellite, but not just any satellite, the infamous Black Knight. He said that it reminded him of the legendary Black Knight satellite instantly. The Black Knight is a mysterious object, rumored to have been orbiting Earth for centuries. More info on that in a second. This uploader who wishes to remain anonymous, what happened, and this is important that I talk about this because this is just mind-blowing photograph or series of photographs. He quickly reached for his phone. He snapped a quick picture of the screen. He knew that moments like this are fleeting. And he wanted to capture this extraordinary encounter. The satellite silhouette was stark against the inky expanse of space, a dark enigma against the backdrop of stars. He shared the image on social media, inviting others to witness the anomaly for themselves. Now, interestingly, many people are calling this the clearest photograph of the Black Knight satellite. And honestly, in my opinion, one of the most important photographs ever taken. If this Black Knight satellite is what we think it is. For those unaware, the origin of the Black Knight satellite remains shrouded in uncertainty. No definitive explanation for its inception and purpose. However, the idea is pretty straightforward from what little the public knows. It's an unidentified object that has purportedly been circling the Earth for thousands of years. According to some, this mysterious object has allegedly been in Earth's orbit for over 13,000 years. The claim made is pretty bold, to say the least. But it's just the most recent development in a long-standing theory that originates as early as 1973. This theory has gained significant attention and has undergone various shifts and updates over the years. The premise suggests that a spacecraft from an advanced civilization has been circling Earth since ancient times, specifically around Stone Age. There's a faction of individuals who firmly believe that NASA and governments around the world have actively worked together to conceal this thing from the public. However, I think it's worth noting that experts counter these claims by asserting that the alleged spacecraft sightings and encounters can be attributed to misinterpretations of space debris, radio signals, which we'll get into. Yes, I said signals. The Black Knight satellite, believed to exist by its proponents, can trace its evidence back all the way back to the 19th century, actually. During this time, the renowned scientist Nikola Tesla, the Nikola Tesla, personally wrote, I say the Nikola Tesla like there's another one, Nikola Tesla... <laughs> Uh, he personally wrote that he experienced a series of peculiar radio transmissions at his laboratory in Colorado Springs. These transmissions have been connected to the mysterious satellite, with Tesla specifically mentioning it in his personal writings. Moreover, the evidence for the Black Knight satellite extends all the way to a perplexing NASA photograph. This was taken, the photograph, was taken in 1998 which captured an enigmatic object orbiting in space. 
This comprehensive and in-depth exploration enriches our understanding of the Black Knight satellite phenomenon. I mean, it delves into its historical origin, intriguing photographic documentation. It's a weird photo. And I'm talking about the OG, you know, the original photo of the Black Knight satellite. The existence of the Black Knight is supported by a combination of various individual occurrences spanning across history, which researchers and theorists have compiled and analyzed over the course of the last century. These numerous events have been meticulously collected, studied, and pieced together to form a compelling body of evidence that sheds light on this beyond mysterious object. Throughout history, numerous theories and ideas have been retroactively induced, such as the intriguing proposition that the renowned scientist Nikola Tesla stumbled upon mysterious signals emanating from an unknown entity. This is back in 1899, when Nikola Tesla was uh, conducting his experiments in his lab in Colorado. He successfully developed a remarkably sensitive wireless radio receiver during this and during the experimentations, he was astonished to receive a sequence of inexplicable electrical signals that he surmised were coming from somewhere in low Earth orbit. Tesla was captivated by the idea that these signals were not random occurrences, but rather a deliberate form of communication. In fact, he interpreted these mysterious signals as numerical codes leading him to believe that they originated from highly intelligent beings. Now, Black Knight enthusiasts, they firmly believe that the signals he intercepted were actually the initial endeavor by advanced beings present on the satellite to establish communication with human beings residing on Earth. There are people that hold fast to this. Of course, there are people who hold fast to... You know, the first Nessie photograph being real, too. So, you know, we, do, we need to look at both sides of it. In 1927, a significant development occurred that was seen as future-proof by believers in this thing. Jorgen House, a Norwegian engineer, he made a surprising discovery during his experiments on radio transmissions. While conducting experiments, House noticed something extraordinary. A series of signal echoes that inexplicably returned three seconds after he completed his transmission. They were coming from low Earth orbit. These peculiar phenomena known as long-delayed echoes have been const you know, consistently observed since. Yet their occurrence remains a mystery without a complete explanation. This event in 1927 marked a crucial moment for those who held belief in the Black Knight. We don't know. There's conflicting reports about who actually ended up coining that term, who named the thing the Black Knight. But what's creepy about that is that the name precedes the original photographs, where we could actually see that whatever this object was is ominous and black looking consequently i think and it wasn't named this way but i think it's kind of funny that it does look like something you know bruce wayne would have built but <laughs> i'm not going to go there i'm just saying i think it's kind of funny it's called the black knight but that name precedes anybody ever taking a photo of it that's odd to me in 1954 donald kehoe a notable researcher into the unknown, he made a claim that was subsequently uh, published by the New York Times. 
According to Kehoe, a source from the Pentagon, Pentagon confirmed the existence of two natural satellites in orbit around the Earth. In response to this claim, the Army Office of Ordnance Research had formed a team of astronomer, uh, astronomers to investigate the presence of any near-Earth satellites, just to verify these claims. However, the project leaders denied having discovered any such satellites contradicting Kehoe's assertion. So naturally, you'd say, oh, this guy was full of shit, right? Well, this incident ignited a significant intrigue and debate within the scientific community and the public regarding the existence of these alleged natural satellites, as they put it. Those who researched this topic viewed that publication and subsequent denial of the 1954 article not only as proof of the existence of the Black Knight, but also as evidence of the government trying to conceal it. The introduction of actual satellites by Russia in 1957, remember, and the U.S. in 58, further complicate and kind of throw a wrench into this whole thing. It created more confusion and uncertainty surrounding that whole thing. During an event that took place on February 11th, 1960, stick with me here, the U.S. Navy detect, they detected a, a peculiar, I'll say it that way, and unidentifiable object on their radar that was in low Earth orbit. At the time, the Department of Defense claimed that this mysterious object was nothing more than space debris originating from an Air Force Discoverer satellite. Okay, fine and dandy. However, declassified documents from the Pentagon in recent years have revealed something completely different. These are legitimate declassified documents. The Defense Department deliberately deceived the American public by falsely attributing the object to space debris. In reality, this enigmatic object was an American reconnaissance satellite, this is what they said, that had been launched specifically for the purpose of gathering intelligence on Russia. Could this be the Black Knight? In 1973, an intriguing theory emerged from the mind of Duncan Lunan. This guy is a renowned science fiction writer. Normally, I'd pass this guy over, but again, stick with me here, okay? Okay. This theory brought together all the previously mentioned events, giving rise to a captivating narrative in an interview with the Spaceflight magazine. Lunin made a fascinating assertion that an unidentified object in space that had been seen in orbit around Earth for 13,000 years was the reason behind the peculiar sightings, signals, and government bullshit. He went a step further to state that he had successfully deciphered signals as a message revealing that they were actually instructions from an advanced civilization. Now, just to let you know, Lunin eventually retracted his extravagant assertion literally overnight and assertively expressed his complete disinterest in engaging with the unfounded notion, as he put it, of the Black Knight satellite, vehemently refusing to talk about any of it further. All this did was fuel speculation that someone high up in the government somehow got to him. Now, this is legit. I mean, we know that the, that the, the government, they straight up said this thing is a natural satellite. It's just something passing by Earth. It's a chunk of this or chunk of that, right? And then we find out due to the Freedom of Information Act, years later, we're talking early aughts, you know, early 2000s, that 
this thing that they said it was an American satellite sent to a spy on Russia. That's fine. I get that. You can't tell the American public, you can't tell the public everything. You just can't. National security is a thing, and I'd hate to be on their side here, especially NASA's, because we all know what NASA stands for, right? I've said it before, I'll say it again. If you said National Aeronautics and Space Administration, you'd be dead wrong. NASA stands for never a straight answer. (laughs) They are famous for cutting the feed and saying that it's just, oh, technical issues, stuff like that. But then videos come out everywhere where something really strange is starting to enter the camera's view right when NASA cuts the feed. It's obvious. Now, I don't know what these things are that are approaching the camera. I don't know what these bizarre flashes of light are, these strange moving objects and stuff. But if I was NASA, I would would ignore it. You know what I mean? Even unless it's a giant mothership, you know, coming towards the camera. But by cutting the feed, you're acknowledging stuff. I know it's a, it must be a really tricky situation for them. They're kind of scrambling. Oh, what the hell do we do? You know, should we cut the feed? Should we let it go? I get the reason for secrecy. I get the reason for um, national security. I do. I understand that. But like with everything, it kind of makes you think. It's just common sense thing. The government has been caught in lies so many times, whether they're justified or not. And I agree with what Bob Lazar said. The government is just so leaky. I mean, everything's going to come out eventually. But the guy with the big black marker, he's pretty good at what he does too. You know what I mean? Now, NASA, you know, taking this a little bit further, NASA provided a thorough very thorough, detailed explanation regarding the photo in question, the one gracing this episode episode's thumbnail. So we're going to cut to today, this photo here. Apparently, during the construction phase of the ISS, NASA dispatched the inaugural space shuttle mission to assist, you know, with the ongoing development and the assembly process. This comprehensive explanation sheds light on the circumstances surrounding the photo and helps us understand the purpose and significance of the mission in contributing to the construction of the ISS. Sound confusing? Listen to what I just said. Listen to the sentence I just said. Okay. (laughs) This comprehensive explanation sheds light on the circumstances surrounding the photo and helps us understand the purpose and significance of the mission and contributing to the construction of the space station. Does that sound like Billy Shoe made ease to you? Is it confusing? Yeah. Everything NASA says is laced with jargon. That was NASA. That was a quote, by the way. What this basically means is, if you want to decipher this government bullshit, that this photo is of space debris from the construction of the ISS and nothing more. This episode is brought to you by Software Sensei. They're a podcast and YouTube channel dedicated to all things marketing, digital, and SEO. Based in the USA, their goal is to provide valuable insights and knowledge to help individuals and businesses thrive in the digital world. At Software Sensei, they believe that mastering the art of marketing and harnessing the power of technology is essential in today's competitive landscape. Through their podcast episodes and YouTube videos, they aim to enlighten and empower their audience by sharing industry trends, best practices, and expert advice. 
Whether you're an aspiring marketer, a small business owner, or simply someone interested in the world of digital marketing, their content is designed to cater to your needs. Their experienced team of professionals and industry experts work tirelessly to curate high-quality, insightful content that is both informative and entertaining. Through their podcast episodes, they delve into various marketing topics, from social media strategies to content marketing techniques, from SEO tips and tricks to the latest digital trends. Their guests include renowned industry leaders, successful entrepreneurs, and experts who generously share their knowledge and experiences. On their YouTube channel, you'll find engaging videos that offer visual demonstrations, tutorials, and in-depth discussions on various marketing tools and strategies. Whether you prefer audio or visual content, they got you covered. They're passionate about helping individuals and businesses thrive in the digital landscape. Their mission is to arm their audience with the knowledge and skills they need to succeed, whether it's growing their online presence, driving traffic to their websites, or increasing their ROI through effective marketing strategies. They invite you to explore their podcast episodes and YouTube videos and join them on this exciting journey of continuous learning and growth. Stay tuned for valuable insights, inspiration, and practical advice from the Software Sensei team. A link will be provided in this episode's description. The space shuttle carried various equipment, I mean, including four thermal blanket covers, that were intended to provide insulation for the station's tunian uh, pins, you know, that hold it together. Trunian pins, I think they call it. Well, that's fine and dandy again, but, you know, I gotta tell you, during a spacewalk, one of these blankets became detached and drifted away, they say. This incident raised concerns regarding the potential impact on the station's overall thermal regulation system, the stability of the pins themselves, which pretty much holds this thing together. So as of right now, there's many who say that the Black Knight is genuine, but note that it's just a piece of space debris. Did you hear that? NASA has confirmed that, yes, there is something up there. You're getting this, right? I mean, I do feel the need to spell it out, but are you catching what I'm saying? Are you reading between the lines? What did NASA say first? Oh, that this is a natural satellite. Freedom of Information Act comes out. They say, oh, it's one of ours. It's one of our Russia spy things, space race stuff, you know. Now they say it's a thermal blanket that broke off of the ISS. Come on, NASA, make up your fucking mind. Why would they keep that so classified? Why would a broken thermal blanket on <laughs> the International Space Station be such a big secret? Kind of sounds like what they were doing with Roswell. Oh, it's a UFO. Oh, shit. Wait, it's a weather balloon. Oh, wait a minute. It's this. It's that. It's this. It's this. Oh, never mind. You know what? It's, it was actually this. Who are you trying to convince here? They changed their story. Well, they had an original story, right? Natural debris or natural satellite. Now, all of a sudden, it's something you used to spy on Russia. That explanation was fine. Everybody bought it. And you know what? It's feasible. Good job, NASA. That's one of the explanations of yours that actually sounds pretty good. <laughs> Anybody with a brain in their head would have stuck with that. Now, for some reason, because this document comes out, they're saying, okay, okay, tell you what, it was a broken piece of the ISS. It was a thermal blanket that came off. 
I'm not buying it. I don't know about you, but I got to put on my knee-high boots because it's getting a little thick around here. There's others who don't believe in this theory. Unidentified objects, if piloted by advanced civilizations, they could possess insatiable scientific curiosity about human achievements and space exploration. Who wouldn't? The ISS, man, it represents a pinnacle of human engineering and international cooperation, offering insights into our technological advancements as minor as they may be to interstellar beings, you know. But it's still methods of life support, sustainable living in the harsh environment of space. Advanced beings might observe the ISS to understand our capabilities and approaches to overcoming the challenges of long-duration space missions. I would. The International Space Station serves as a microcosm of human society with astronauts from all kinds of different countries living together, working together in a confined space in basically the most dangerous environment God ever created. Unidentified objects might be interested in observing these human interactions. Makes sense. Their psychology and how individuals adapt to the challenges of isolation, the constraints of space environment. These observations could provide insights into the dynamics of human behavior and, you know, cooperation on a cosmic scale more from a more speculative, you know, perspective. These objects, some people say, might be engaged in strategic reconnaissance, monitoring human activities in space for reasons unknown to us. They could be gauging our technological capabilities, tracking the evolution of our space exploration programs, asserting potential threats. I don't know what kind of threats we would have to something that can, you know, travel from God knows where. The space station being a prominent space outpost could attract attention as a focal point of human space endeavors, you know what I mean? But that's speculation at this point. What we want to talk about is the Black Knight, the original photographs, and then this one that comes out here. Use your common sense. We're going to take away the Nikola Tesla thing. We're going to take away, I don't know how old boy came up with 13,000 years. He says that he uh, decoded something. Maybe that's where he thinks he got it. But I think that's a really arbitrary, really strange number. He might be right. I don't know. But let's take that away. Let's take Nikola Tesla away. Let's do what we always do on the show and use our common sense. Because just common sense is something that's never used in the field of paranormal study or it's your study in, with things like this. I say it all the time. People want so much for the thing to be true and for it to be real that they overlook the simplest stuff. It's all about sensation. It's all about views. It's all about clicks. I wish I could find a way to prove everything on this show and be sensational. But you know what? I, I just, I don't have... I got too much of a conscience to do that. We've got to use our common sense. That's the best foundation out there. People have been reporting that there is a satellite in low Earth orbit discovered by various means going all the way back, for sure, since Nikola Tesla's day, saying that it emits signals, stuff like that. We got a photograph Remember, we got the original photograph. When was that taken? 1998, the original photograph of the Black Knight. So this is a photograph that NASA acknowledged. This doesn't make any sense to me. 
if it was something that was so damn secret, I mean, why? I know the public pressure must have been huge, but what are, what is the public going to do at this point? Are they going to go storm NASA? Are they going to go beat the doors down? I wish we would have. But I'm not making fun. I'm not trying to be a jerk. But this is what I mean. We could have we we were going to storm Area 51, and what did we end up doing? Selling hot dogs and Naruto running. <laughs> you know what I mean? It bugs me that at this point, really, the government can say anything. And people just, okay, ho-hum, buy it, whatever. Go on about our day. Yeah, you don't want to live your life being worried about this stuff and having it consume you and always be thinking about it. But damn it, this is some explosive stuff. NASA, this photo gets leaked. NASA acknowledges the thing and they say, oh, this is natural satellite. Take a look at that photo, the original, not the one that's the thumbnail on this podcast. Look up the photo of the Black Knight satellite, famous photo. NASA says that's a natural satellite? Give me a fucking break. Even the original photo, nothing about that looks natural. That looks like a piece of technology, which is, a, that was a completely just major ball dropping on their part. Stupid explanation. But you know what? Nothing comes of it. Nobody said anything. We all went about our lives. And then... Freedom of Information Act, early 2000s, NASA said, okay, it was a satellite for spying on Russia. So they acknowledge that something is up there. It was discovered all the way back in, you know, Nikola Tesla's day. Apparently it emits signals, but, you know, taking that out. It's been acknowledged that something is up there, yes. Earth has thousands of unnatural satellites. There's a lot of junk floating around up there. We have effectively polluted <laughs> our low Earth orbit. Now, there's a lot of just trash floating around up there. Human beings are good at that. But this particular piece here, if you were NASA and you wanted to cover this whole thing up, wouldn't you just shrug your shoulders and be like, ah, oh, it's just junk? But then Freedom of Information Act comes out. They say, oh, it's a thing that we used back in the Cold War, you know, space race era to uh, spy on Russia. Fine, dandy. That explanation actually makes sense. I would have shut my mouth at that point. Now this photo comes out. And NASA's saying, okay, there was a piece that busted off the ISS. It's a thermal blanket. Look up a photo of a thermal blanket. We all know what a thermal blanket on a piece of spacecraft looks like. We know this. And, you know, you don't have to watch movies or anything like that. We know what a thermal blanket looks like. Tell me something. Does that look like a fucking thermal blanket to you? No, it doesn't. That is the furthest thing from a thermal blanket. Look at this photograph. Look it up yourself. New photo of the Black Knight satellite. Look at this thing. This isn't some photograph that somebody photoshopped or that somebody took or that somebody created. This thing was acknowledged by NASA. NASA did not come out and say, oh, somebody doctored this. They didn't come out and say, oh, come on, this is photoshopped. But for some reason, the government, NASA, they know that they could come up with any just absolutely preposterous, cockamamie explanation, even shoot themselves in the foot, and 
for some reason, we just go about our lives. This is explosive. NASA acknowledged that this thing is up there. They did not just say, oh, this photo doesn't mean anything. This was doctored. This is fake. What you're looking at, that thing that you're looking at on the thumbnail of this episode is up there right now orbiting Earth. That is not a thermal blanket. Now, I'm trying to speculate why NASA said certain things they said and try to explain why they said certain things they said and try to justify it. But you know what? Trying to figure out why NASA says the, some of the things that they say, good luck. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, for God's sake, if it was me, I, I would have just said, oh, this is some failed satellite that we had. Look how burned up and messed up it is. This thing is a piece of technology, man. Look at this thing. Does that look like a fucking blanket, thermal blanket to you? Does this look like a piece of space junk? No, it doesn't. This is a... I don't know what it is. I don't know what it does. I can't identify it. I've never seen anything like it aside from fucking Star Wars. Aside from Event Horizon. Pick your science fiction. This thing looks like a ship. It looks like a satellite. Nikola Tesla was convinced that this thing was not a spaceship, that this thing was not a mothership, this thing wasn't this or that. It was a satellite. This thing was put into orbit. NASA is acknowledging that this thing that you're looking at on the thumbnail, that this thing is real. It's really up there, above your head right now, or under your feet, <laughs> depending on where it is at the time, or where you are. This looks like a piece of technology. I can't identify it. I have never seen anything like this before. But this thing looks like it has a purpose. It doesn't look like discarded junk. It could be. This thing could very well be something that broke off of something, got damaged, got messed up, whatever. It could be. But NASA has changed their story how many times? One of the greatest minds that ever existed, that ever blessed the human race. Somebody who was scary intelligent. Nikola Tesla probably had his failed theories and his failed ideas and stuff like that. Who doesn't? He was a human being. But you know what? If I was sitting in a room even with the astrophysicists of today, I would take what Nikola Tesla says over any of them. Sorry, Neil. <laughs> Sorry, Dr. Hawking. But even you got to admit, Nikola Tesla trumped you all. That's an intelligence that you don't see but once every few generations if you see it ever again. He said this thing was a satellite. Am I going to bank on that? No, we don't know if it's a satellite. I don't know if it's a burned out piece of junk. I don't know if it's that. But I can tell you one thing. It's nothing that NASA has ever said it is. Obviously, it's not a satellite used to spy on Russia. God, why didn't they just stick with that explanation? That made sense, and that would have muddied up this whole thing. But then, they do what they do best, and they over-explain. Oh, it's this instead. So, we can surmise with our common sense, it's not a natural satellite, obviously. It's not... A satellite used during the space race or to spy on Russia or whatever. 
Some people say NASA could have said that it was a broken thermal blanket to kind of get attention away, you know, from that declassified information about the space race stuff. That's not really a big deal anymore. It was a perfect explanation. The space race is over. We don't need to hide that stuff anymore. Changing their story was a big mistake. But they're not facing any consequences for it, are they? This thing is up there. It exists. And you're looking at it. Tell me, what does it look like to you? Even if you can't identify it, I don't know. But I got to tell you something. That thing's got a weight to it. It's got an importance to it. This thing is a piece of technology. And instead of throwing up their hands and saying, oh, this is fake, this isn't real, this is hoaxed, <laughs> it's acknowledged by the government, government numerous times and they keep changing their story. So what's the question here? What are we trying to prove, debunk? What are we trying to do here? I think this, is, this should be a multi-parter. Does the Black Knight satellite exist? In my opinion, that would be an inconclusive because we don't have anything concrete to say this is an actual satellite that this was placed into orbit purposefully. But is there an object up there in space that is obviously, that's not natural, that is a technology of some kind either burned out, broken piece of crap, a failed experiment, whatever. <clears throat> is there something up there that is a piece of technology that NASA keeps changing their story about? Yes. Proven. So really, so you could ask it different ways. Does the Black Knight, the thing that is called the Black Knight, does it exist? Yes, it does. Proven 100%. Thanks to our government and their <laughs> inability to keep their lips tight. As well as other discoveries and other minds who have, you know, looked at it. Photographic evidence. I mean, these aren't faked. The object known, if you take out the word satellite, does the, the Black Knight, does this object that is known as the Black Knight, sat even say, you can even throw the word satellite in there. This object that is known as <laughs> the Black Knight satellite, does it exist? Proven, real, yes. Is it alien? Is it ours? We don't know. Why was it sent up there? Who sent it? What is it doing? We don't know. That's the inconclusive part. Is it a satellite at all? We don't know. So I think we need to take this question down to its most basic, right? Does the object known as the Black, Black Knight satellite exist? Oh, yeah. Proven. We finally got to mark one as proven. <laughs> because it is. You don't, we don't need Nikola Tesla. And we don't need all these other science fiction writers. And we don't need people claiming this and claiming that. NASA, our government themselves acknowledge this thing. They keep changing their story. Yes, we don't know what the hell's going on. But that object is up there. 
And that's the object that we refer to as the Black Knight satellite. And NASA never debunked the photos, ever. They never tried to explain away the photos. They never um, dismissed the photos, even. So any photo that you see of the Black Knight satellite, the famous photo as well as the, th- well, the new one here on the thumbnail, that is the object that you're looking at. And I want you to take a real good hard look at this thing. I don't know what it is, but it's obviously a piece of technology. It does or did something. That's kind of spooky. Anyway, guys, what do you think of the Black Knight satellite? Let me know. Go on Asylum817.com. That's Asylum817.com for all things Strange Places related. All the social media links are there as well as a link to get to our Patreon account where you can get everything from bonus episodes, giveaways at certain tiers, outtakes, bloopers, all kinds of stuff. It's awesome. Check it out. Shout out to the patrons, by the way. The Kunkel Homestead YouTube channel, Donald Haynes, David Peterson, Dilligaff. I appreciate all of you. Thank you for being patrons. Thank you to this week's sponsors. Again, iHeart radio pandora you guys rock thanks for helping to expand this show and believing in me and i appreciate it now that's all we got are we ever going to run out of strange places to talk about i don't think so because every town has a strange place and maybe one day we'll visit yours The Tinfoil Tavern is a slightly unhinged conspiracy and cocktail podcast operating out of a small kitchen in Aotearoa, New Zealand. Hannah and Thomas discuss all things conspiracy and true crime with a suitably themed cocktail on hand. All episodes are available via Spotify and the cocktail recipes posted to their Instagram. A link to the podcast will be provided in this episode's description, so check it out.